The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. The pen is mightier than the sword. My tagline is your voice heard through the written word. That is what I provide for my clients when I engage them in content writing, blog writing, other marketing collateral that they need in the written word. From pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network, it's the Communication Commandments, a presentation of Boston Edits. Now here's your host, Kim Calvey. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Before I introduce today's guest, I'd like to thank David Yes, Podfather Extraordinaire, for making the show possible. My guest today is Rachel Leone, owner of Leone Marketing Solutions. And in the course of this conversation, you will all find out how she and I have collaborated together. But for now, I would like to ask, uh, start by uh, thanking her for joining me today. Rachel, so glad you could join us. How are things going in Hingham? Thanks, Kim. I'm happy to be here today with you. Things in Hingham are going great. It's been an interesting 11 months, but you know, we're, we're, ha- we're hanging on. We're hanging on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Like everybody is, right? But yeah, hope springs eternal. Right. I, you, know, you and I have known each other for a few years now, but you know, I honestly, like I've never even asked you this. I mean, can you give me a little bit of your background? Like how long have you even had Leone Marketing Solutions? You've had it as long as I've known you, but sure. I mean, for how long has that been? And even before? I actually can't believe it, but I am coming up on my 18th year anniversary. Every, really? Every year, LinkedIn reminds me in March, it's um, another year, and I can't believe it. It feels like it's been a few years, and I just, I am, I started the business in 2003, so I'm just blown away that it's 18 years. Wow, I didn't realize it was, it's been that long either. Good for you. Well, congratulations on the upcoming anniversary. But how did you get into the business? Would you, were, you, were you working for somebody else before? Or, I mean, you're just, a, you know, a, it was a brainwave that came to you and, and here you are 18 years later? So, you know, what's funny is I always knew when I was in college that I would start my head business someday. I always knew that I would do this. I didn't mm-hmm. know what it was going to be, but I had a plan that eventually I was going to work for myself. Mm-hmm. So I graduated college and I started um, a job at a direct marketing agency. And I was always drawn to these like products and I was always drawn to, you know, all these services. And I just, I just, I just loved like the pens and the journals and the mugs. And I just kept, I just, just drawn, drawn to it. And then I went to work for a marketing agency for a couple of mm-hmm. years and again, drawn to these products. And then I went to work on the client side and why I was doing that, I got my MBA Mm-hmm. And then in 2003, it just, the time felt right. Went on a vacation and back then cell phones didn't work and yeah, didn't right. get emails back then. So I like, I kind of was away from all my head. My mind was clear and I came home and said, you know what I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing this. And I launched my business in March of 2003. Wow. And, yeah. So here I am 18 wow. years later. Very good. Business. Okay. <laughs> So, but like, so when you, but you started your business and you had to have in mind, like who your clients were going to be, who you're going to market to, what kind of value add you had, you know, you're going to present to your clients. I mean, what, 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 how did those thoughts crystallize for you? Well, I became a professional networker and I attended every networking event where we meet in person. I attended every event you could ever think of. (laughs) I networked several hours a day. I went to meetings. I spoke, I talked to people, made all my connections, you know, past employers, friends, and then the business, business evolved. But I think, you know, my value add is there's so many companies that do what I do. Yeah. And I think my value add or my differentiation is my attention to detail and my customer service. Mm -hmm. Um, And I like to have a partnership with my clients. Mm -hmm. So if say you're ordering, say you want to, you're going to order just say just a water bottle for a conversation. 
Yep. I'm going to help my client figure out what's the best logo. What's the best color? What's the best branding? Okay. They need a fun tagline and they're going to know every step of the way from when they order the product to, you know, where it is, when it's shipping and then when it arrives, do they like it? Does it look okay? I'm in touch with them every step of the way. And I that's think, great. I think that's my attention to detail. And I can also tell you too, another thing that I learned in my career is that a client will give me a logo, give me a phone number, give me a website. I'll do a nice proof. My team will do a nice proof. They'll approve the proof. And then I will check the website and I will call the phone number. And I think one, actually, I know one out of 10 times, one of the two is wrong. Really? And they've approved the proof. Oh boy. <laughs> so that goes to production and they, they get stuck with 10,000 water bottles. They approve the proof. Yeah. So I, that's another value that is I go above and beyond to make sure that they're going to get the end product is going to be perfect. So that's kind of one of my, my differentiation strategies. And I, and I can relate to that. I mean, I think that that's an, that's an excellent example because it's very easy to just take somebody's word for it. Okay. Well, this, you know, they, they take, it's so transparent to, to a client, right? They think they know what their office phone number is, but how often do they dial it? They, you know, they probably right. just hit you know, on their cell phone, it's probably listed as office and they just click office and that's it. They don't, they don't remember what the phone number is. And I know for me, you know, as, as a writer, as an editor, I mean, I have to do some fact checking as well, which is kind of what you're describing is that you, you get this information from your client before it goes to print or goes to press. And you know, the logo is, is on, like you said, 10,000 water bottles, which is an expensive proposition. And yeah. if it's wrong, it's wrong. And there's no going back. So I, I can identify a little bit with that is, you know, that, yeah, it's important to check that and make sure that it is accurate because yeah, sure. They can approve the proof, but I mean, I, I think you, you'd agree with this, you know, from my end as well, my clients are dependent, you know, they're relying on me to make sure that it is accurate. So when I send them a proof, they're just going to sign off on it. They're not necessarily going to spend any kind of time on it. So the onus is on you is on me to say, well, look, this is actually wrong. So here's the proof, but I need you to give me the correct information. I mean, you've looked at your phone number, you know, a million times, you just, you just, you just kind of glaze over, you don't, you don't even realize the website, like is it E missing or an A missing? It, it could be, it could, it could, you know, it could be a huge marketing mistake. So yeah. Um, oh yeah. 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 Or worse yet, it could be it, it, because some, some website names, some company names are so similar, especially if they use acronyms. I've noticed this where you, you know, you use the acronyms are so similar. And if you miss, let's say a, a, a period or a dash or it's a, da- it's, it's a hyphen or it's an M dash or whatever the name is and the wrong symbol or the wrong letter is, imp- is, is added, totally. uh, I mean, is, is replaced. It could take you to another website that's completely different. Yes, yes, yes. I totally agree with that. You know, and then, and then that, that, that's not what any, that's not what your client is looking for. And it's no. certainly not what you want either. No. And I mean, and who are we kidding in this day and age? Anybody can put up a website. You could end up on some really you know, horrific website. For yeah, sure. That's, you know, sure. that's completely inappropriate even. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Well, a little scary. That's a whole yeah. conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's another whole conversation. But anyway, but my point is I can appreciate the value add that you're talking about where it's not just that you're, you're working with your clients, you know, you're, you're, you're talking to them and guiding them every step of the way and getting details from them, but you're also making sure that the detail they give you is correct. I mean, they're relying on you to provide that, to make sure of it. And it sounds like you, you absolutely are. And I mean, I, I know for me that that's, I know that, you know, I can relate to that. I, I offer that to my clients so I can appreciate how clients do value that. And if they're spending a lot of money and they're making, you know, on, on, a, on, you know, a promotional product, you know, to, to brand their company, of course, all that information has to be correct. So totally, totally. You know, good for you. Yeah. For sure, I mean, sure. and, and after 18 years, you've obviously proven your worth. So thank you. Thank you. You know, no, I think that's great. So now, but I want to ask you, you, 
so you started your business and now how do you, do you partner with clients? I mean, do you, I know you get referrals and all of that, and we'll talk a little bit more about that later, but do you, it, like, do, do, do clients call you and just, and, and just basically you are their outsourced marketing department? How, how, what's the relationship like with some of your clients? So I have a lot of clients that have been with me for 18 years and mm-hmm. they utilize me for all the promotional product needs. Mm-hmm. So if they have a yearly event or if they have you know, employee events or employee meetings or back in the day when they would do conferences, I am their go-to person for all of their promotional product and swag needs. And I can let them know, oh, your conference is coming up. You know, these, you know, these six things are on special. If you order them now, if you, if you order additional files and you'll get a price break, I let, let them know, you know, what's coming up and what's relevant. But, mm-hmm. you know, they've been partners of mine for years and they really do appreciate the value that I add to help them. You know, I have their logos. I know their brand guidelines. It's just, mm-hmm. I am their basically clear promotional marketing arm. You know, I'll check the PMS colors. I'll check the clarity. I'll make sure that the end product is perfect. Mm-hmm. So all they do is say, you know, my event is February 9th. I need everything delivered. Or we'll talk about the virtual world in a little while, but everything delivered by, by, by this date. And I'll make sure that, that I, I get it done and on, done on time. So mm-hmm. I think that is, I love to partner with my clients. I love to have a relationship where we're working together to make mm-hmm. sure that the end result is always met. And I would think that because you, you've worked with some of your clients for as long as you've been in business, that you've gotten to know their likes and dislikes. I mean, and that's one of those, I don't know, soft skills, if you will, you know, it's very transparent. Like, you know what the personality, the corporate culture is like. So I would think, and correct me if I'm wrong, that if there's, if there's a new promotional product that's hot on the market, just because it's hot doesn't necessarily mean it's going to suit that particular client, right? Totally. Um, and, and how does that, so I would think that they would appreciate that you have the discernment because, you know, again, something could be hot on the market, but it's, it doesn't really speak to their, their type of company. So you're not going to just push it on them. You're going to say, well, okay, that might be the, you know, the next greatest thing, but we have this over here that's new and it's, it's not as well known, but it suits you better. I would think that they would appreciate that you point that out to them. Right. I mean, so much has evolved over the years too. Technology is changing, products mm-hmm. change. And I make sure that all of my, you know, products are quality products. And if they're going to order something that's on the, you know, cheap side, I will spare them too. You don't have the budget. Why don't you just wait? Or why don't you order something different? Um, mm. I don't do junky products because the, the client's going to have something with their logo on it. And in yeah. six months, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's not going to work. It's going to be broken. Perfect mm-hmm. example is those pop sockets. They stick on the back of cell phones. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I'll only do the the the, the eye click ones, uh-huh. the generic ones. They pop off in like three months and they're broken. And then you know you have a logo with a broken product and it just leaves a, a bad image. So that's good thinking. Yeah, yeah you you want to have make sure your, your logo is you know portrayed in a very you don't want to have anything on this that doesn't work properly. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see why that would be a problem. What now? Have you ever have you ever come across a product that? You, you yourself looked at it and you were like, okay, this is just weird. I don't know who, who I can market this to or how this is really going to take off. And then you've been surprised by how many people are interested in it. That's a good question. And what, you know, what comes to mind is those, those pens with those crazy heads on them that you like twist the pens and like the heads. The heads oh yeah. yeah. Gosh, I haven't seen I'm any just, of those in a long time. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what, what are these? And then I had a bunch of my, my financial institution clients when they were doing events targeted towards children, mm-hmm. they asked for these pens and they just took off. And it was funny. They, they keep reordering them because they just, you twirl them around the head explodes and like their logos on it. It's just a kind of a good keepsake to keep the, you know, the, the bank image top of mind. So 
that was one of the items I was like, hmm, I didn't didn't see that one coming. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. And well, and if they keep ordering it, it's almost like that's like their little their their thing now. Right. right? Their, their signature product. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, you know, I, I I mean, I think we I think in marketing we've all seen that where something seems like it's like like I mean, this is going back a long, long time. But I mean, who would have ever thought Cabbage Patch Kids would have been? I used to yeah, love popular. them when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, I had one too. I was in high school just because I thought, okay, these are going to be worth money someday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how my mind works. But I mean, it's like, who would have ever thought something like that? And, you know, it was, suddenly it was a sensation, you know? So I would think that in, when it comes to promotional products and companies really trying to, I mean, you're, 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 you're behind the scenes helping to differentiate their brand and their image. And so when I would think when a product comes on the market that really suits them or that they gravitate to, even if it was something that didn't uh, seem at first like it would be a, th- a thing at all is, yeah, I would think it is a nice surprise when it does take off and they like it. And, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a win-win across the board. And I'll help them do like develop fun taglines too. Like one of my staffing agencies did some li- like lifesavers for staffing events. And then we put a little tagline that said, need a, need a, need a staffing lifesaver, you know, please call us. Oh, that's clever. Isn't that cute? Or like on flashlights, you know, let us light the way, you know, power banks. One of my banks did a merger. So we did more, more power together with the power bank on the, you know, the logo on the website. Yeah. And then um, keychains, of course, your key to success. So I try to help them come with little, you know, fun, catchy taglines to help them, you know, make a splash with, with what they're trying to accomplish. Well, again, more value add. Exactly. I'm not just an order taker. I help them evolve and develop their brand. So that's an important, say that again. I like that. You're not just an order taker. I'm not an order taker. I help. I just, I, like I said, I want to partner with them mm-hmm. and I want to be like their trusted, you know, promotional product provider to help them accomplish what they're trying to accomplish. You know, leads, generations, referrals, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Okay. And and it's just you and you're in at the only marketing solutions, right? You don't. I mean, it's it's just me. I have someone that helps me with my website and my newsletter, okay. and I have you know I have consultants, I guess per se, but I don't I don't have any full time employees. Okay, you um, outsource it, too. It is yeah. just I outsource when I when I need to. Yes. Okay. yes. Yep. You're another entrepreneur. Yep. Good for you. Now, <laughs> I, I, since I've launched this podcast, one of the questions that I ask my clients because how can we avoid it? We're coming up on a year with this, you know, tremendously yeah, disruptive pandemic. Good. How has that impacted your business for, for, for good or for, for not so good? I mean, so much has changed in the mm-hmm. past 11 months. It's surreal. Mm-hmm. I started off 2020 supporting the event world, which I always did. So it was like the wine festivals and the conferences and all of the convention centers. And I was the promotional product provider for all these event venues. Mm-hmm. So March 11 ha- happened. We're hearing a little bit, you know, going on. I'm getting a little bit, you know, my clients are like, not sure what's going to happen. And all of a right. sudden it was like halt. Everything was cancel, 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 cancel. It was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. I remember saying, hmm, okay, after 17 years, this is how I go out of business. This, this is how it ends. <laughs> I literally had that thought in my head. So, sure. um, right. Of course you did. My clients needed PPE equipment. They needed hand sanitizers. They needed masks. They needed gloves. They needed those little touchless keys that they didn't have to like open the doors or yeah. press the ATM machines. Yep. My attorney clients, my mortgage brokers needed pens wrapped in cellophane. So they didn't have to touch anything. So all of a sudden I went from this like event marketing swag provider to just sending hand sanitizers and all these PPE equipment to my clients and they had a need for it. So I just, my business kind of like took off Mm -hmm. with PPE equipment and 
April, May, June. I never thought in a million years I'd be selling hand sanitizers and masks to corporations. Right. But I could get these items. They were made in the USA. Mm. So I just started making it happen. And um, at first I was doing everything at cost because I just felt so bad, like taking advantage of this pandemic. My clients were like, no, we are making a profit. Like Mark, do what you normally do. Like we, mm. like we need to, we need these things. And then brand in a box, my brand in a box concept took off unbelievable. Now, what is that? So a brand in a box is just, just what it sounds like. So imagine you have a big white box mm-hmm. and in this box is filled with promotional products. Okay. Everybody's home. They're captive. So mm-hmm. uh, it started with my universities. Didn't really have a lot of university clients. But their students couldn't go to go to college because they had they had to be home quarantined. Mm. So we started so like orientation or something like that, right? Was, where they get they all their orientation. Yeah, the orientation boxes. They were congratulations boxes. So they'd be home and they get this awesome, you know, box filled with a nice notebook with like fun little tabs, a nice insulated uh, mug with a straw, a fun little, little sticky note cube, a little like pencil pen highlighter set with a note from the dean saying, "Can't wait to see you in September." Congratulations. You know, so we had some sort of connection to the school. So that was one concept that took off. So it was brand mm-hmm. in a box. Then it was my corporate clients that they couldn't have their holiday parties. They couldn't have their employee events. So they were home mm-hmm. on a 500 person Zoom call and everybody <laughs> got, got a box mailed to them. So okay. one of my telecommunications clients had got a box and in the box was, was another, it was a Yeti tumbler mug and it was a big thing of popcorn, a chocolate bar and a notebook from the CEO saying, you know, thank you so much. It's been an unprecedented year. We're all in this together. A little mm-hmm. rah, rah, rah. They had a virtual event on Zoom and it all worked out great. And then my favorite, favorite, favorite virtual event mm-hmm. was, one of my, was one of my banks and they couldn't have their holiday party. And the CEO wanted to send wine to all of his employees. Mm-hmm. Like, can you do that? I'm like, sure, I can do that. You can. I'm like, absolutely. Can you add, you know, some swig tumblers? Can you add popcorn? Can you add chocolate? Sure, I can. So we hired an agency, and they just they we send all the stuff to them. They pick it and pack it and mail it out. So we found a way to get very creative in this unprecedented year, and I'm just grateful that my clients had faith in me to make yeah. this happen. So. Well, good for you. I mean, that those are some excellent examples because, yeah, I, I can see where. Y- yeah, the pandemic basically put it came, everything came to a screeching halt for everybody, one way or another. But I think it's wonderful that you were able to just, you know, this is an overused word, but it, I, it's, I, it's I know what you're going to say, right? I know you know, right? It's, it's part of our daily lexicon. Now you just really you pivoted your business, and if that's the solution you offered to your clients, you know, and 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 you know, to great success, where your client is happy, the recipient is happy, you're happy. That, you know, good for you, Rachel, because a lot of businesses, Thank you. and I know for, for me, from, you know, my other clients, it just, you know, that was the conversation that, you know, you had to have that conversation with yourself and your clients. I've had to have that conversation with, with my clients in terms of, okay, you're still offering an important service. How can we change it so that you're still delivering that under these new circumstances and restrictions? And it sounds like you found a way to, to accommodate your clients you know, in, in such a, in, in such a, a way that they really feel like there's still some community there as well from the sounds of it. I hope so. I think I'm hopeful. They're hopeful and they're able to, you know, satisfy their employees and their clients and prospects. So I think it's been a, a, a win-win. I really do. Good for you. Now you said something and I want to, I want to see if I can get some more information from you on this. You mentioned that before you didn't have a lot of university clients, but now you do. How did that, how did that come to you? Did I, did I hear that correctly? 
That is correct. So on the university side, I had one, I had a law school client that I worked with for years and she came to me and wanted help with like a safety kit for her students. So we did like this great little safety kit with a mask and hand sanitizer. And then she wanted to do the brand in the box for her new law school. The uh, people that got gone to school, losing the word there, uh, I guess, recipients. Okay. Um, So, and then she was on a call with her other colleagues and just showed what we did. And I got like four or five referrals that way. So it was just people would get the brands in the box and be like, I want to do this for my company. So that concept just took off. So lots of referrals in 2020. And I was able to add some new clients too, which I was very appreciative as well. Very good. And new clients in a new industry, new new vertical, or is in, in, in similar verticals that you've worked with all along, or both? I would say both, but I guess the new virtual would be the universities and colleges. Lots of private schools wanted to welcome their students or just say thank you to the parents. I helped with a lot of fundraising events for the for the private schools. So they would do like a virtual wine tasting mm-hmm. and we would send out logoed um, wine glasses and beer steins. And then they would hire the wine experts to come talk about the wine. They would do a wine tasting and they would actually raise money on the Zoom calls. So mm-hmm. instead of having like everyone come to an, a venue, that, which we couldn't, they couldn't do, mm-hmm. everybody would be home and they're safe in their homes, having a couple sips of wine and bidding on all these, all these items. So it was, again, they were able to still raise money, accomplish their goals and also have like a, a fun night for their attendees. That's so that excellent. was also, also a new trend of 2020. Oh, very good. Okay. And you're in the middle of all of it. Good for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so now, so if I, I, would, I would think that you tell me who your ideal client is, your existing clients. And it sounds like you've got some new, you, you've got, you know, some, you've got your fingers in some, some different pies here about getting some new clients, but who's your ideal client? So as I said, my goal is to develop a partnership with these clients. That's really important to me, but my okay. ideal client is financial institutions, okay. telecommunications, all right. IT companies, attorneys, right. mm-hmm. and my contacts in these companies are typically like directors of HR, director mm-hmm. of marketing, and then uh, small business owners. Okay. All right. Well, all of that is high profile. So good for yes. you. Yes. That's okay. in an ideal world. Okay. All right. And, and now you're adding the world of academia yes, to that. I'm adding universities, colleges, and private schools. Well, I mean, Boston, I think has what, 40 colleges and universities alone, at least the last time I checked. So hopefully your phone will start ringing for, from all of them as well. That'd be great. I'm ready. Bring it on. Good for you. (laughs) Good for you. So I want to thank you so much for your time today, Rachel. I'd love to have you back in another six months or so, just to see how things are going. But before we sign off, how can our listeners find you? Okay. So let me see. So you can actually call me. I love to talk on the phone. Okay. (laughs) Mm 781-740-3171. My email is Rachel. It's R-A-C-H-E-L at l-e-o-n-e marketing.com okay and then my website is my last name leone marketing.com and i am on facebook pinterest instagram and linkedin all under leone marketing oh okay very good all right so if somebody wants to find you there they could it's very easy to for them to get in touch with you you're not you're not hiding i'm ready am i i'm ready call me email me text me Good for you. Good for you. Well, thank you again so much for being such a gracious guest on the show. It was nice chatting with you as always. And hopefully one day you and I can get together again at Panera and have coffee. I can't wait. I I look forward to that very, very soon. (laughs) I know. I know. Me too. Me too. Well, thank you again so much. Have a great day, Rachel. And, you know, again, I'd love to have you back if that's okay with you. I would love it. Thank you so much. Okay, great. Thank you. 
Kim, why don't you remind our listeners of that tagline that everybody loves and how they can get in touch with you. Sure. So my name is Kim Calvi. I am the owner of Boston Edits located in Quincy, Massachusetts. My email address is Kim at Boston Edits.com spelled just like it sounds. My website is www.bostonedits.com. If you Google my, my name, Kimberly or Boston edits, uh, I am the, I, I occupy every entry on the, on the uh, first uh, search engine results page on Google. I have a LinkedIn profile and I am also on Facebook, and I am also on Twitter, and all three use my name, not Boston Edits, but you can fi- you can find me anywhere. And a reminder to our listeners, if you like this podcast, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your shows, and we thank you for listening to the Communication Commandments. See you next time. <laughs>